0: Right. I'm not being nice this week. I've been shunned by the man I love. For eight months I've given that man everything. My life. My soul. My (laughs) Only to find out he's had a baby with his wife. Yeah. Marvellous. I'm kidding. Grant and Sarah Lees. Congratulations. You'll smash this. Liam got a suitable replacement for the week. He's lovely. He's like Grant but English. Everything Grant
1: wishes he could be. It's the lower league look. It's the lower lead knock. It's the lower lead knock. It's the lower lead knock. Right.
0: Buzzing. Clap. <clears throat> oh, that were a dodgy noise, wasn't it? Guys, welcome. <laughs> we're, we're back in front of computers. We're not walking around caravan sites. Grant, as you can see, I pointed the... Oh, fuck. I thought I pointed the right way and then Grant has shaved his head. He's moved very far south. Um, he's changed his name to Russell and he is now a Mansfield fan. Russell, no, thank you very much. Grant isn't here tonight because anyone who tuned into the space last night will see that he's had a baby. Well, he hasn't. His missus has had a baby. Um, so, yeah, congratulations, mate. I hope it's going really well. I know that you're having fun changing nappies. I'd rather be here, not going to lie. Um, but, yeah, no, congratulations. on Russell, thank you very much for, for dropping in. Welcome,
1: isn't it nice? It Thanks for having us. Um, congratulations, Grant. Thanks for having me. I cannot speak Scottish whatsoever, however, I did purchase some iron brew, so I've got a little oh, bit of whiskey. I thought you had whiskey. I nah. you had whiskey. <laughs> no iron what? brew picked up uh, some iron brew for the occasion.
0: Yes, oh, I wish I if I'd have known that I'd have bought I'd have got, have i have got any iron brew. I haven't, I've got whiskey, but I'm not doing that, not, not the night before work. But uh, Russell Mansfield fan. Tell us a little bit about that. How long have you been a Mansfield fan? Why are you a Mansfield fan? Is it local? Is it family?
1: Um, yeah, so I've been a Mansfield town fan for more or less all my life. Um, yeah, uh, local local lad. My dad took me when I was younger. Um, passed away. His Ashes are buried at the club. I had a little boy. He decided during COVID he wanted to go and watch Stags a bit more. And here we are, season ticket holders. And yeah, in, in really enjoying home games. Away games not so much at the moment.
0: No, and you've got that nice little that nice little wall mural done as well. Yeah. Um, that was done was that done last week for your little boy's birthday? Is yeah,
1: it? Yeah, that was done last week. So I've had to record this in his bedroom because apparently it's the coolest bedroom in the house, and you want you just wanted to show it off.
0: It's he's not wrong. He's not wrong. It is the coolest coolest room. And I, I haven't seen the other rooms in your house, but it's going to be out yeah. to top. Unless you've got a Bradford like thing on your wall in the other room, it's not going to get topped. Uh, <laughs> But no, no, honestly, thank you. It's it's good to have you. It's good to get a little bit of variety. We do um we we do appreciate it. and now we've started doing the six oh sixes, we've got a lot more outreach. We've got a lot more people that are sort yeah. of willing to speak because I think a lot of people were quite nervous about speaking previously. So Yeah,
1: definitely. It, I think the six oh six has really helped. I mean it's yeah. nice to hear from fans from other clubs as well, you know. Yeah. Well it got really
0: aggressive last night.
1: <laughs> it was good though. It was if, was if you've good. not heard it if you've not heard it, go back and listen to it, honestly. The yeah. Swindon Civil War is up there with the Avengers film. You know the it last is. one where they all like fall out. It's oh, the, yeah, the Captain
0: America, the Captain yeah. America uh, Civil War. Yeah, but the yeah. thing is, I know right now. What time is it? Twenty past eight. So they'll start at half eight. The, the fools rushing guys that were on the six or six are recording their weekly episode now about everything we discussed last night. And to be fair, it's still happening now. I've been arguing with them on Twitter today. Yeah, still same conversation. It's it's, they are so split. Some it's not going right at Swindon, but some it's not yep. going right at a lot of clubs. Yeah. Including yourselves, from where you would like to be. Sum up your season so far. Nine points, three wins, no draws, three losses.
1: Well, I'd like to start off by, obviously we play at the Wankel Stadium. For those that have been going a long time, we call it Field Mill. I'm going to rename it Fortress Mill because there ain't no one coming there and beating us at the minute. So is it, it three wins at home, three, win.
0: three losses away? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: wow. However, that like it, it's weird. It, honestly, it's weird. It's just like when we go away from home, we're just like a different team. At home, the fans, the fans are behind you. You put in. I genuinely feel when we've got the ball on the floor, there ain't many teams that can match us footballing wise. But then when we went to Sutton last Saturday, we get bullied and we play, we play Oofball and we're like, that's not, mm-hmm. that's not the way we're meant to play. No, I think think a lot of teams being chopped and changed. Yeah, I
0: think think a lot of teams, especially with the likes of Sutton, Sutton are very much for me in the same mould as a Northampton, in that they play quite a physical way, and you you have to kind of match what they're doing, and if you don't play that way naturally, it can be hard. Doncaster play. Kind of a mixture, they play some good football, but they also are quite thuggish and they can be, you know, time wasting, they can have some shit tricks. And that's why you know they were losing to Sutton, but they managed to win in the end. And I think if you it's, they're one of those teams, if you aren't used to playing their way, you'll struggle, will struggle coming up against Sutton, I think, when yeah. Yeah, we do. But it's it's insane to, to look at three wins at home and three
1: losses away, is yeah. some going. And, uh, you know, it's like, obviously, we're at home in that Papa John's tomorrow against City under-21s, which is it's just one of them games, isn't it? But then, obviously, Saturday, we're away at Donny, and like you're like, oh. yeah, I'm not looking forward to it, to be honest. But I, ju- I just think, of all the games, this will probably be the one we turn up and win. I, I think what you...
0: I think... The, the one sort of comfort I am taking from the Donny situation at the minute is everyone that's playing them is saying the same. They're not playing great football. Ugh. They are spending a lot of time, time wasting. They, they do. They did that against yeah. us. And it seems like they've done that against a lot of a lot of teams. It's only a matter of time until somebody goes there and says, I'm going to beat that. And it's Charles said last night on the 606, it's going to come unstuck for them at some stage. I hope it is this Saturday. I really hope it is this
1: Saturday.
0: I'd just like to get
1: (laughs) a point away from home. I mean, a point would be fantastic. Yeah. Just come it it away. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's not been the the best of the stats. But it's it's early days. We're we're six games in. You're in a much better position than what we're in and people predicted we'd be up there. Yeah. So for us... I was
1: one of those. I was one of those. I genuinely thought. I just... I I think that my my question is with Bradford and, and this is like a genuine question. If Bradford season tickets were as expensive as Swindon's, would they be calling for Mark Hughes's head or not? Do you think the cheaper tickets uh, gives him a little bit more no, leeway? No, you know, I
0: think the opposite, the absolute opposite. Um, the, the issue that we have is that the cheap season tickets... Do you know I, I don't like cheap season tickets because I don't think they are. I think they're fair. No, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I,
1: think, I mean, I'd with, go for that I as well. Think, I think looking at the prices
0: this year someone's told me that i think we're the fifth or sixth lowest season ticket price so we're not actually as far down now um but no what we've what we've done is we've attracted kind of fair weather fans fans who in bradford you'll see it on a weekday when you walk around man united fans liverpool fans chelsea fans they're wearing the shirts those sort of people that can't get to those games have bought the season tickets at bradford because they are yeah. you know, so cheap in comparison to those, what you want, what you get with those is they want instant success. And I feel like that has made us worse over the, that's made us more trigger happy with managers because yeah. those fans are not willing to trust a project because they've not, they don't buy into the project. They're yeah. not, they're not there for the long haul. They're there for a good time. And if we aren't giving them that good time, if we're not putting out results and wins every week, yeah. um, I mean, you see, you start with Derek Adams. Derek Adams last season came in as a Bradford manager. Derek Adams has always, if you look at his history, he's always struggled in his first season, but he's always got his team promoted in the second year. Yeah, and, and by October last year, people were calling for Derek Adams' head because we weren't up at the top. If we'd have kept Derek Adams last season, I'm glad we didn't because obviously we've got Mark Hughes. We've got this team that, I've, you know, he's, he's a great team now, just not quite clicked yet. But Derek Adams, I do still believe would have got us up this year. It's obviously it's ifs and buts, but yeah, I do feel that the yeah. the more fans that we've attracted, the less patience that
1: fan base has. I think I think there's a lot of it about though this season. I mean I've not seen much on the Mansfield pages about Cluffy. I think there's been a few probably questioning his selection yeah. and maybe tactics, but I've not seen anyone physically come out and said, I want Red, because I think people have brought in and and is quite approachable, he will talk to fans after game and stuff like that. And I think that helps because you build up mm-hmm. that bond. But like just looking around on Twitter today, there's like Colchester, they want rid of their manager. Um, Swindon, These rumors they want rid of some of their managers. Craw- I mean, Crawley, Crawley's Twitter is fantastic at the minute because that is yeah. loaded massively. Well, will well, well, people
0: when we, we were sponsored, obviously, we're sponsored by Crawley's owners at this podcast. But people said when we were sponsored by them, "Oh, you're going to give Crawley a, a, an easy ride." Blah, blah blah. We're not. As soon as that result came out yesterday, uh, or oh, sorry, on Saturday, I quoted it, tagged Crawley, and said, "This isn't good. This isn't good at all." And we're happy. We'll call them if we don't think it's going well. The one thing that that wagged like me that Crawley's owners want is they want to be held accountable for if it doesn't go right. So they want people to call them out when it's going wrong, and we'll call them out, and we have. It's going terribly wrong at the minute at Crawley. I, I think they'll get it right long run, but right now they gave Rochdale their first point of the season, and that's not, uh, yeah, that that's for me that's unforgivable. It really is, especially when you've brought in Dom Telford. I get it; he's out injured at the minute, but you've brought in Dom Telford amongst other bigger names and good players to other teams. Good players. I think we'll see a move from Crawley this week maybe an ambitious transfer move this week from Crawley I, I do I think we're going to see a think, few
1: Yeah I think it's it's worrying times isn't it at the minute for Crawley you know yeah. you've, set up, you've got new, new owners and these new owners are saying they want to do it this way they want to do it the proper way but it's just not working for them and just looking at the highlights yesterday from what's floating around on the internet Rochdale nearly scored at the end and nearly took all three points and for me realistically they're one of the Poorest teams at the moment in the league. And I if think they're the
0: poorest by by a long way. But I really do.
1: You know, and it's it's just, but if they're matching them and nearly, let's be honest, nearly losing to them, then there's some so much not working at Crawley, and it's not going to be long until fans are going. Well, actually, this ain't working. But yeah, it's down to the owners, isn't it? And what I
0: I think had they lost that game on Saturday. I think we would have seen a manager change. I I don't think based on unless Rochdale now go on a couple of wins, it'll get obviously more. There's more of an excuse to kind of draw or or lose yeah. to them or whatever. But if Rochdale carry on the way that they are, especially let's say let's say Saturday hadn't happened and Crawley had won, and Rochdale went on another two or three games and lost, and then they came up against. I don't Hartleypool and Hartleypool lost to Rochdale. They've got to sack their manager. You I think anyone who comes up against Rochdale at this point and loses has got to really consider sacking their manager. They can't if your manager's not up for beating that worst team in the league. I get it sometimes it's luck but like you said on Saturday Rochdale highlights wise looked like they were going to take it looked like they could have been yeah. the better team. Yeah. I think you've got to really, really consider your options as um as an owner. But you know, we'll, we'll come we'll come on to Harleypool. I'll talk about harleypool here. Harleypool are in a, a, a shit situation themselves. Yeah, where their fans are also calling for well, a, a large portion of their fans are calling for them out. But nothing's going to change for me. For Harleypool their owner needs to go. Yeah, and yeah,
1: massively. Um... Yeah, and you can see it week by week that fan base, and it's yeah. just it's just dropping. There's um, a divide
0: between the club and the fans as well. Yeah. It's getting bigger and bigger. But we have we have guys who work for Hartlepool. We have directors at Hartlepool who follow us, who watch this podcast, and You know, we've never been one for shying away from it. I will openly say, Raj needs to. Unless there's a miraculous turnaround and there's a three hundred grand signing coming in this week for Hartlepool from a, a low end championship side for a player who's got a track record that's phenomenal and he's gonna fire him up the league, Unless there's a player that's coming in like that this week, Raj has lied not lied, but completely misled everyone. He said they had a playoff budget.
1: I yeah. don't know what
0: year he was talking about because it ain't a playoff budget this year. No. He's got a he's, he he brought obviously Chaloner went. He gave Graham Lee the job. Graham Lee went the day before the last the the, the game before the last game of the season. He sat Graham yeah. Lee, but didn't have anyone lined up to come in. So he had no one lined up to come in. And it took him however long to get Hartley. Hartley then started taking a while to get players. And then the players that they brought in, low-end Scottish division players, who a lot of them I, I said to Grant. I looked back over every player. and I think only one of the players that Hartlepool signed this summer, over the last three or four years, has played more than thirty games in one season.
1: Yeah, they've got they've got a lot of like lower league two players. Yeah, and you know, and this is no disrespect to Scottish football. I'm I'm probably going to upset someone here, but no, I'll agree. It, it's not <laughs> at the level at league two. It it's not league two is probably Scottish Championship because it's just so poor.
0: And yeah, that's
1: yeah not a I mean, we had Jamie Murphy on loan like last season, who couldn't, quite frankly, couldn't hit a cow's arse with a banjo, and then he's gone back up, up to Scotland and started scoring again. So for me, that, you've got that kind of comes
0: up. sort of the the yeah, it's it's weird, sort of mid to lower mid to lower championship in Scotland and mid to higher League One probably cover League Two yeah. perfectly, um, but yeah, no. Y- league teams players from League two clubs is the equivalent of plucking players out of non-league in in England which don't get me wrong there's some gems in non-league um some real gems but if they've not been great at that league two level in Scotland it's a step up yeah it's a completely different change of game because yeah. it is it is different Scottish and English football and I, I think that that's why we're maybe seeing the struggle the other issue that I kind of have with Hartley is that I feel like he's got a bit of arrogance about him I feel like he is a manager who has won things. You know, he he he, he won with Cove. I think he did, the back, did, did a back a double with Cove. Yeah. He had the biggest budget in the league at the time, and I feel like he's come to Hartlepool and he feels like he should be given. I feel like he's earned more than he's getting, and he yeah. yeah. By Actually, right, I right, get when well. I watched
1: his post match interview and it. The case of, yeah, he's, he's done well with Cove and, you know, you can't argue what he's done there. But he's come here and I think he thinks, I think he sees himself as a top three manager in that league. In, in his own little bubble, I mm. think he thinks he's better than what he is. And the thing is, the chairman's going to be forced into a thing where he goes, well, if I keep this guy, I'm going to be knit bottom. But then the fans are going to stop coming. And they will because fans vote with defeat, don't they? You see, they already are. They'll always be there. You've, yeah. you've got that money but you rely on walk-ups. And if you ain't playing good, attractive football, they ain't coming. And the problem is the chairman needs to come out after he's gone and say, you know what? I made a mistake. But yeah. you won't.
0: He, he doesn't. The chairman comes out. What the chairman has done is the chairman has come out and reaffirmed that they have this playoff budget so that if he has to sack the manager, he can turn around and go, I gave him a playoff budget and he, he didn't succeed. What more do you want me to do? The, for me, I've said, I've said it for a while, Grant disagreed massively at first, but I feel like he's kind of coming round to it now. I feel like Paul Hartley is just another Derek Adams. Yeah. Derek Adams, don't get me wrong, I've said about Derek Adams, I feel like he'd have got it right second season, but Derek Adams was just so oblivious to the problems. He wouldn't admit that there were problems, and I feel like Hartley's got that arrogance about him. But Derrick Adams has done it at an English League 2 level, so he's maybe earned that right, whereas Hartley hasn't. Hartley walked off, uh, Hartley pool played at, Blackburn in the cup a couple of weeks ago, they got spanked four nil.
1: Yeah,
0: um, they had a few hundred fans travel down from Hartlepool on a on a Wednesday night to watch the game, and at full time, Hartley just walked straight down the tunnel, didn't say thank you, didn't acknowledge them. You're not endearing yourself to you if you're if you're doing well and it's a one off loss, and you walk down the tunnel, fine. But if you're on this streak and you've not put a win in yet, you've got to endear yourself. You've got to get yourself in with the fans, and he's. Yeah. He's not doing that. Um, I love that we can slag Hart- uh, Hartley Pool off at the minute when Grant's not here. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. um, he'd be, he'd
1: be at home watching this and he'd be raging.
0: Uh, do you know what he will walk? Because he, he he'll be like, do you know? Yeah, true, not nothing's going to make him angry at the minute. But no. it, it was. Do you know what Grant said to me on Saturday morning? So obviously the the baby was born early Saturday, like early early hours Saturday, and he said to me, "I tell you what, mate, it's fate is this." Lump everything you have on a Hartlepool win today. They conceded four. <laughs> and then and then someone predicted online that Leighton Orient would score four. And Grant's dad quoted the tweet, tagged Hartlepool and went, look at these jokers thinking Leighton Orient are going to score four. Should prove them wrong, boys. And then they went and conceded four.
1: Amazing. It's, uh, uh, brilliant. It's, uh, I'll
0: be training funny. that tweet. Oh, it's, it, I, think, I don't know if it's been deleted, but if not, I'm getting it on a T-shirt.
1: Yeah, that
0: to <laughs> Yeah, that's um, brilliant. So, yeah, 4-2. I'll come on. You know, we'll go on to the results. We might as well. We've just said there. Yeah. Leighton Orient smashing Hartlepool 4-2. I'll quickly buzz through these. Barrow, another win against Wimbledon. It's a banging win again. Bradford City crew, possibly one of the dullest games I've ever watched in my life. Not helped by a referee, but it, it wasn't even a referee... Bias to one side, it was just terrible to both. Yeah, um, we should have had a penalty in the 92nd minute. It's the stormwaller, but there were probably incidents earlier that we got away with. So, um, Carlisle turning over Gillingham, Gillingham have scored, I think, one in six now. So,
1: I've got a stat here. It's been seven hours and 35 minutes since Gillingham last scored. That's that's not a good stat. <laughs> that's bad, a, that's isn't it? That's
0: terrible. That's not, even Harley, that's not even Rochdale levels of bad.
1: I, I genuinely think that it, he's going to be the next manager to go. He came out at the end of that season, didn't he, with a quote of, these aren't my players, these aren't good mm-hmm. enough, these aren't fit enough. You'll see a lot of movement and a lot of these will be gone. Well, yeah. you've come out with that at the end of the season. You've now got your own squad. You've not scored for seven and a half hours. You've got the second joint worst goal difference in the league and you're yeah. dropping like a stone. And I know there's, there's, you know, there's an expectancy isn't there, on teams that come down. As a fan, you always think when your team get relegated, oh, well, we're going to be... We're, we're push up. A bit like Donny. You know, Donny have done well, but Dillingham are just sinking at mm-hmm. the minute.
0: It, when you get dragged into that battle at the bottom as well, it's hard to get back out of it. Yeah. It's very hard to get back out of it. Um, Harrogate are another one, hemorrhaging... Yeah. In Newport, put four past Harrogate on Saturday yeah. at Harrogate as well. Yeah. Um, they say Leighton Orient beat Harleypool. Donnie got the win against Northampton again. Northampton fans, not too real impressed by Doncaster, but yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Today. I, was speaking,
1: I was speaking to a Northampton fan, and he was like, They're really average, but they're just grinding out results.
0: Yeah, um, it's that thing. If it, I said this last night on 606, if it works, it works. No yeah. one wants to play a team that are doing that, and to be fair. I wouldn't want to watch my team playing that way. No. I think I think maybe in the first six, seven games, it's like, oh, it's a bit, you know, we're getting the results is a bit funny, but, I, I, you know, if in 20 games time, 30 games time, they're still doing it, it's going to be, I think attendances will be dull, like be down for them as well. It's going to be really dull to watch. Um, we've said Rochdale Crawley. <laughs> Just want to say, you know, on the other foot, Banging point for Rochdale. A really good point for Rochdale.
1: I mean, it's, it's a, and a goal from an ex stag as well, Tyrese Sinclair. It's good. You know, Tyrese was very up and down when he played for Mansfield. Some people think he was fantastic, others think he had all the potential and didn't show it. So it's nice for him to get a goal and get off the mark. And hopefully, he does the biz for Rochdale, apart from against us, like, but yeah.
0: And does. And does. Nah. Um, yeah. awesome. Salford ended Stevenage's run. I didn't see that coming. A, no, I, think not that, I
1: know there was anything against them when we played them. I said they're average, but looking back on it, obviously, first game of season, they, they build it, they built something really, really good there. As much as I don't want to admit it, because they're away, and is an absolute joke. Um, the thing
0: with Salford is every year, all eyes are on Salford because of expectancy this year. With what Crawley were doing, I feel like that gaze that's usually on Salford was on Crawley, and Salford have gone under the radar this summer. And I feel like they've maybe got less pressure now. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. But ending Stevenage's run, I mean, Stevenage
1: have conquered some big names. So, yeah. And it'd be interesting to see how they bounce back from this as well.
0: Yeah. Got
1: to pick themselves up and and bounce
0: back. Yeah. Um, Swindon. I don't know how it would talk about Swindon because it's just so difficult. Swindon, they drew they drew one all with Stockport. Stockport were down to 10 men. Swindon should have won, but and I've said this to Swindon fans we can't sit every week and hear, oh, but we played really well, you know. We should have won. If you didn't win, you didn't win. Doesn't matter. You know, we, we we really should have won against Crew. We didn't. Yeah. So, how often can we do that? How often can we have that conversation? And how long is it before Swindon fans go? Last year we had a transfer embargo. We could only spend fourteen hundred pound a week on players. This year we have no transfer embargo. We can spend a lot more. We've been charged more for season tickets this year, and we are seventeenth, and we have won once. And that yeah. was against Rochdale,
1: and it's just, it's just so poor. I mean, you've got some, you know, you've got some fans that are staying optimistic about it and everything like that. But you know, saying right, we're going to charge you extra, but you know, you're going to own a part of the stadium, you're going to buy into the redevelopment. So if you're telling me if McCurdy goes this week, right, yeah, and they get, let's say, I'm just picking a random figure out. So let's say they get six hundred K for it, and then he decides to reinvest three hundred of it. And say, yeah. well, the three hundreds for the stadium. Are Swindon fans going to be happy about that? Because I know, I know damn well I won't be.
0: No, and, and I think the thing that's, I think it's, I think it's a con. I think it's an absolute con. The the yeah. you're gonna you're gonna be owning part of the stadium. When he sells that club later down the line, a Swindon fan's going to get money. I'm a part owner of the stadium. If I bought a season ticket, am I? Gonna, but what's going to happen in twelve months' time when the season tickets need to be renewed? Have they got to pay extra on top of their season ticket still to maintain that ownership, or is it just based on this season? Is it the fan ownership? I don't understand how it works. If I haven't bought a season ticket this year, but I do next year, am I included in that? Is it the fan base as a whole or are individual fans that are buying those season tickets getting a share but I just I'll be honest I think it's a con. I said it last night when when he took over, he had to prove he had the money to clear their debts. And then then Ben Ben the Swindon fan said last night we've still got 1.5 million that he's not clearing. It's the part of the money from the season tickets that's clearing it. That's fraud. Yeah. That is but, fraud. But, but, he has he has but, said he's got the money, he has agreed to pay it, and now he's yeah. getting you guys to that's fraud. It doesn't matter how we look at it, it is fraud.
1: You're a fan, you're putting into his club to keep his club going, to make it more money, get mm-hmm. more revenue. So then why are you paying for past mistakes? I know it's always down to the fans, but
0: but they've already I mean, paid for those There's a
1: the lot X. of problems at Swindon, uh, yeah. and that's just within the ownership and the fan base. And the problem is, those Swindon fans that are happy about this, I mean, who? How, how did he get Swindon fans to buy into that idea in the first place? I mean, there's not many clubs out there that would say, we're putting your season tickets up, you're going to own part at Stadium, but I'm not, I'm not going to write anything down legally, and I'm not going to show you which part you own. Yeah. You know, it could be a tap in the toilet for all they know.
0: Do you know the thing? Do you want to know why they're so happy to accept it? Because they had such shit last time. They are just... They feel like they are indebted to him. He hasn't saved Swindon Town out of the good of his own heart. He has saved Swindon because he can see that he can make money. He's going to make more than he bought the club for when it comes to selling at some stage. I don't know... Put it this way, if if it comes to end of April next year and Swindon are 17th, 18th in this league, no one is going to be going, yeah, but I got part of the stadium as my season. No, no, no. it's not going to happen. Lindsay's not going to be given that much time. They, they recruited poor. I, think, yeah. I feel like they recruited really, really poor. Every man and his dog knew that Ben Garner was going to Charlton. It, yep. it was reported so early on, it, Ben Garner bit came out and said that he wasn't going. Then he said he would if he did go, he wouldn't take play. They knew Ben Garner was going. They sat around, they waited and they waited and then they appointed a coach who was already at the club as the manager. Yeah. I uh, I'm I'm not gonna go on a swing anymore
1: because we're just gonna have said it was swing an episode. Yeah, and yeah. there, there is so much going on and, and really we could see, do a specific maybe, one and I think we will. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Lindsay. Lindsay's not the man to manage McCurdy neither. I think he's. He, we, we've proved that already at the start of the season. Sending off for descent, chucking a shake everywhere. And even on his Instagram, it's, oh, I remember to drink it next time. And it's just like, mate, just come out and apologise. i be If I'm a Swindon fan and I saw that, I'd be fuming.
0: Especially if he leaves this week.
1: Yeah. Imagine and, if and he leaves he this will. week
0: and that's his part. I, yeah, I think he will. Um, Sutton, Sutton. Uh, Sutton beat Mansfield then we move on Trammier beat Colchester um, Trammier another one they're either going to be smashing people or, or losing they they're kind of they probably should have been the Rochdale scale but it's fine it's yeah. we've, 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 um, we've got the Clem chart now which is at Swindon and it's basically Swindon Ben is like up here as a 10 so optimistic and yeah. then we've got Boo who's a Swindon fan who's like minus 6 um, yeah. and then Clem's in middle just laughing at both of them taking money uh, and then Walsall losing to Grimsby. Walsall have yeah. really dropped the ball
1: since that, that start, and they? they've, they've kind yeah. of no wins in four. Yeah. And I mean, you know, people are going to go on. Danny Johnson scored and all the rest. Danny Johnson's not coming back to Mansfield. He, he isn't. But if if he continues to score and Walsall continues to go on this decline, he ain't staying at Walsall either. Because he ain't going to want to, yeah. so you've got you've got that issue. But I'm going to say something now, and it's not going to go down well. But I think Grimsby have done better start in League Two than what Stockport have. Oh, and yeah, some Stockport uh, fans will get on it and say we're a massive club and all that. But yeah. you're finding it hard in League Two, and you need to look at where you are now. And that's mm-hmm. I don't think they'll be up there come the end of the season. Some people do, but I just. I
0: don't. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't know. with stop. I can I felt like they would be, but I'm. I'm kind of questioning now. One thing I'll say about Danny Johnson. Like people are, are raving about Danny Johnson. Uh, he scored six goals in six get. So was Andy Cook. Andy yeah. Cook scored six in six for Bradford, but we still are talking about needing potentially better. And I don't. I don't think we do. I think Andy Cook's phenomenal. But yeah. it's Andy Cook scored six in six. He's not setting the the world alight, really. He's, he's not, and that's not a knock on Andy Cook. Whereas a team was starting quite slow, I feel like he'll be up there um, on the on the goal scorers. But when you look, there's players that are doing much better than Danny Johnson. Don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. As far as I know, he comes back in January. You guys have got a gentleman's agreement with Walsall for them to buy. But... I just,
1: I don't, I don't think he, that we might have, but. It's down to Danny, end it day, isn't it? And if he sees him languishing around mid-table and he's scoring all them goals, is he, are you really going to want to go?
0: Depends who else Somebody is on the table, is not it? Him. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, look, Swindon might lose McCurdy come January. They might be looking for another striker, and they might be there or thereabouts. You know, yeah. Danny.
0: It's, it's, it's the sort of same with the likes of Crawley. For, for me, if Crawley aren't where they want to be come January, Crawley are going to sp- spend 150, 200 grand on a player. Yeah, they're going they, to they, they, going to. They, they will do, and they've got the money too. So. Yeah. But yeah, what Walsall for me are really, really having a bit of a, a backwards run now. Yeah. Which So we, we just spent, like I said about McCurdy there. I think he's going to go. There's, I, I know there's offers good. still on the table. Yeah. What does that mean for Swindon? What do you do if
1: you lose your talisman when you're not even performing well? I don't. You, you've got to look at. I think there's a lot of teams at the minute, and, and this is us and yourself included, that are looking around for strikers. And there's a few around. I mean, there's, and I'm going to say his name wrong because I always do. But I think it's T- Tushima or Shimanga. Yeah, the Chesterfield. He's come back from a broken leg. As much as I hate Chesterfield. <laughs>
0: did He's you see what he did, a- by the way? No. Got got subbed on on Saturday. Oh, no, yeah. today. today Was it today or Saturday?
1: Saturday, uh, I think he got subbed on. He started today.
0: Oh, got subbed on on Saturday, scored, <laughs> and got subbed back off. Amazing. Like, just... I mean, granted, I don't know what the timings were on the subbing, but yeah, literally, Shimanga came on as a sub, then he scored, and then he got subbed back off. He's, I mean, he got 20, 24 in 23 before he broke his leg. Yeah. So I yeah. reckon you're lucky. I don't think no one's going to move for him this week it's going to be a January thing with Shimango, but you get to the point where if he's, let's say by January, he's on 15, 20 goals, you're looking at a stupid amount of money and there's only going to be a finite amount of clubs. You guys are probably one of the clubs that can afford him because you guys sneak under the radar every single year with your budgets.
1: I just don't think Chesterfield would even entertain us. I just don't think yeah. there's a relationship enough there unless we came in with a stupid amount and it'd have to be over and above what anyone's offered. I just don't know. I mean, he scored again today. And um, I just think it'd be worth it. Look, rather than waiting until January, I think somebody's going to hit the panic button and go in for him this week. He's Whether deep. he's fully fit or not, I think someone will take a punt on him.
0: I, I, here's the thing, though. I don't think Chesterfield are going to... At this point, even recovering from a broken leg, I don't think Chesterfield are going to let him go for less than six, 700 grand. Their owner said before he broke his leg that he wouldn't take less than a million. Hmm. yeah it's he, uh, yeah I, I don't know I don't know what's going to happen today sorry I don't know what's going to happen this week it's going to be yeah it'll be interesting to see if someone does go in for the likes of Shimanga but if they do let's see what he can do Um, can he compete at a League 2 level most likely yes but so can a lot of the players that are already at
1: these League 2 clubs and they're not yeah I think it's it's a strange season because the players that you get told about, you know, before the season starts, none of them's none of them's really stood out for me. I mean, a lot of a lot of people went on about Paddy Madden. Yeah. When they played us, he was he was literally I didn't really see a lot of him. On oh, sorry, then,
0: it was sorry, just say, you know, it was today Shimango got subbed on, scored and went off. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So he got subbed on today, scored, yeah and then went off.
1: Which is I mean that yeah. That's just taking the piss, that is. Yeah, really, isn't it? Yeah, go on, score, mate. Off you come. <laughs> Cheers. You've done your job. But, yeah, but then, I, but I then the other, the other question is to that, is why have you done that? Now, is that is that a desperation from Chesterfield to get the goal to win the game? Or is that the fact that you're trying to keep him fresh because he might be going somewhere this week?
0: No, so, so looking, he actually played a lot more than it looks. It, it looks like Asante for, for Chesterfield was injured in the first 10 minutes. So he came on after eight minutes. he was subbed off in the ninetieth minute, so uh, they probably only planned for him to play half the game, yeah, but they had no choice but to play him for longer. They took him off in the ninetieth, probably to get the fans' appreciation uh, and to just say, "We brought him on, he scored, and we brought him off. What a story um he's He's back, yeah. There's a few players that people were expecting to do really well this season that, that kind of haven't done anything as of yet. So, mm. let's see what goes on. Let's see what happens. Um,
1: it's going to be an interesting season.
0: It, it already is. I love it. Yeah, I love it and I hate it. Like I love everything that's going on around, but I hate supporting a club in this league. I can't yeah. wait for us to either get promoted or relegated because we'll still be covering League 2 on this podcast. But yeah. I just won't have to cover my own club because I cannot stand it. It's horrible.
1: Oh, um, honestly, the last thing you want to do is get relegated. Having spent some time in that non-league places, and I've been to some places, it is not the nicest place to be at all. Oh. You're seen as a big club week in, week out, and it's horrible because these teams, who you've never even heard of, will turn up and do you. And you're like, I've never even heard of this team.
0: Mate, that's, that's what happens to us now.
1: <laughs> that's yeah, us now when we came up against friends. Barrow.
0: Well, the first
1: yeah, time we played Barrow, we were
0: like, oh Barrow, and then we we get beat by them. Same with Harrogate. Harrogate, another one we've never in our history beaten. Harrogate. That's that's hor- And Do you know what? They're twenty five minutes away from us, so it's kind of a derby, but we don't even acknowledge it as a derby because yeah. we see them as that much of a non team. Yeah, but yeah. That that what you experienced in non league. We we experience that here. Oh, we we don't see it. Oh no, some of our fans do because some of our fans, our fans are dicks. But all the other clubs see us as that team. They see us as that big team. We're the team yeah. where people go to our ground and up their game.
1: Yeah, I mean we did. When when we went there, we, we upped it. And obviously Mark used his first game, it was a And you know, it was a good game for us. What a but, game. Do you know what it yeah. was
0: you know it were a good game for us though? Like we lost three three nil. We lost three nil to you.
1: I think it wanted two. I think yeah, two I think it three-nil. was two. We're Oates and Longstaff.
0: Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Oates oh, scored that curling left footer. Yeah. Um if you think like you guys won 2 0 that day, we were happy. Now that shows how bad we'd been before yeah. that. We came out of that game going, it's only been two days and we're already looking better. Like it, yeah, I remember that game. Grant and this would you know what, we can, we can talk about this now because Grant came down for that game. He came to watch Bradford Mansfield. Um he brought his, his missus with him. And about 45 minutes to 50 minutes in, Bradford made a sub. Theo Robinson came on, and Grant's missus stood and sat and watched for 10 minutes or so. She's not a football fan in the slightest, she doesn't doesn't claim to be a football fan. She was there because she came down. We all went. She turned to Grant and she went, You see that Robinson? He's shite.
1: Where's Theo Robinson
0: now, Russell?
1: Well, we don't know, do we? I mean, obviously, he's Lucky been training us. He's been to some games, but we've not announced him. I mean, Mr. 5 in 52 is he's, he's not a Mansfield Town player at the moment. And if you're training with someone like Barnett, and Barnett ain't signing yet, and if you're training with Mansfield and we haven't announced it yet, I don't know if we're waiting to win a game before we actually announce it or something. So everyone's on a bit of an eye and don't go, don't go into meltdown, but realistically, I, I don't know if we're going to sign him or not.
0: It's it's weird because, yeah, like you say, he is training with you. Um, and for me, if I was in a club that was kind of in a situation where things weren't going great and there were questions being asked by the fans, I wouldn't be bringing players in that aren't attached to clubs just to train with us for the sake of it. Mm. I just, I wouldn't. I think they kind of... You need your players to be a, quite a close-knit community when things are going wrong. And yeah. pre-season, it's fine. You can have people come in at pre-season, but not at this point. Not with a, He's never played for you before, has he?
1: No. And, and this is what... I, I don't know if he was under Clough when he was... Because he was at Derby, wasn't he? So I don't know if he was under Clough there? We'll should, should we get the, we get the, but, the info? Like, realistically, I don't know. I think he's trained with us a long time. For him not to be announced. I mean, I don't know if he's been at training today or not, but it just seems a bit strange. If he's not been announced yet, to me it says he ain't signing, He's just keeping. Yeah. But
0: he, uh, he, he was brought in on loan to Derby under Nigel Clough. He then signed permanently for Derby under Nigel Clough. But to be fair, he scored 18 in 67 for Clough at Derby.
1: Yeah, he, he did do all right at Derby, but realistically. You've been at two League Two clubs now and you've you've not really done a great deal, have you? You've not he's been, really he's, set been the world more,
0: on he's been at more League Two clubs. <laughs> he's been at more than two League Two clubs. He's been at Bradford, Port Vale, Colchester, Swindon, Doncaster. <laughs> he's uh, he's been at the five
1: jerseys.
0: Yeah, he's been at five he's been at Port Vale twice. Um but he was at Scunthorpe at one stage. Obviously Scunthorpe been relegated now, but yeah, no, as far as like over the last six, seven months or so, there's the six clubs that he's been, that have been involved in League Two that Theo Robinson has been to. And to be fair, aside from that time at Derby, he's never recaptured that form. He came close at Colchester. Um, Yeah, 11 in 28 at Colchester. Two in 23 at Bradford. I mean, what I will say is that one of those two was his was the goal of the season. And Bradford fans were that salty about it that when the voting came out for the player of the season, even though it was the clear winner, they started voting for other goals just so that he didn't get the trophy. But he won anyway. Um, if, I, I, if Theo Robinson signs for you, I'm going to be like, here we go, money on, Mansfield relegated,
1: let's yeah. go. I'm not... Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not holding out uh, much hope. Um, but it depends if he's a versatile player. I mean, we do love versatile players. You've got to be able to play up front and right back or up oh, no. front and centre-back. No. We don't have one player who plays well. We do probably out, but I think he's been dropped to midfield before. But realistically, we've got this love of versatile players. I'm sure... I don't know why... He
0: versatile in the sense of he can play left-back in changing rooms and right-back on coach.
1: Yeah, Those are his I'd, two
0: positions.
1: I'd check it, but this is the thing. I mean, we've got strikers. Hawkins, prime example, he's a striker, plays centre-back. Lucas Akins is an attacking forward, played right-back Saturday. Yeah. And, you know, it's just it's just one of them. I feel for Lucas Akins. He's one of them players that he's a really nice guy. And I said, all preseason, I think he's going to be our talisman this year. We're preseason under him, he's going to do really well. But it's not working out for him and the fans have kind of, he is the boo boy this season. Yeah, every club and, has one. Who was it last year about it? I'm curious, yeah. I don't know. See, for me, it was Jamie Murphy, but re- realistically, I think fans fans are fickle, aren't they? And I, don't, I, I think Lucas is trying. I think he's playing in the wrong position, but he will just play. Um, but the fans aren't happy with him and they're on his back. And I, I don't know. I just think deep down that at some point he's going to come good. And I mean, I might watch this podcast back in like six months and go, God, that red bag of shit will Yeah, it's
0: not a, it. yeah, a bad prediction.
1: <laughs>
0: but, yeah, every club has one. We had last season, uh, it started with Richard O'Donnell Uh, We brought in Alex Bass, so Richard O'Donnell wasn't playing, and then it it moved on to Oscar Threlkeld. Um, This season, it's Liam Rydal. I don't think Rydal's a bad player, but I feel like for us, we've got this. We've improved every position on the pitch other than left back this year. Yeah. Um, So now we're at a point where the next logical step for us to improve has to be left back. Yeah, because that is now our weakest position and that's not a knock on him because last year it was one of our strongest positions but when you improve everything else you've then got to eventually it comes to that point where that's your next step so he is kind of given a bit of a, a rough ride um, but let, let's see we're, we're, I'm still hopeful of Dion Pereira um, I have you
1: think, um, I, don't know I, you I know. have
0: kind of inside knowledge on Dion Pereira that's why I'm quite confident Um Every day that passes, my confidence grows.
1: Yeah, and usually
0: it'd be the other way. Um, usually it would be the other way. I'll be I'll be absolutely honest with you. I tried to contact people at clubs, and I was immediately shot down and told Dion Dion is not going to Bradford. But the source, I'll tell you when we stop, but because I can't say it on here because it's not fair. But the source is to anyone who's listening. It is the most believable and solid source you could possibly want. Yeah. Um, I, I still think he'll end up at Bradford. Yeah. Maybe not this week because it's a loan.
1: We don't yeah. have to yeah, sign don't him on loan this good. week,
0: but I think it'll be yeah. Um yeah. It's, we need we, to be fair, we need we need someone in that position. Jamie Walker's out injured. It looks like it's gonna be longer term. Mm. Uh ace is out injured, Osadeb snapped his leg in two places because Doncaster think that, that, you know, that's appropriate. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, we'll we we'll see what happens.
1: So, yeah, I, th- I think that's it. It's it's going to be a busy week, but then sometimes these clubs that one alone plays out to a high level, it just, it don't work. Obviously, Cluffy openly said that we wanted Nathan Bishop back. I mean, he played, I, I believe, and I'll probably get this wrong, but I believe he played like 52 games for us last year. Might Might be a bit less, a bit more. But, yeah. He was solid for us, and he's a good run keeper. Man United wanted him to go out to a League One team on loan. They faffed around and faffed around, and he's still at Man United. The, the League One teams have all got cover now. The teams mm-hmm. he was linked with have got cover. So now he's in the last year of his contract, and he's stuck stuck at United in the under twenty three teams. You know, which is a shame because he's such a talent. Yeah, but that's what happens, isn't it, with these big clubs?
0: Yep, and that's. A very similar situation. Um, so let's look at this weekend. In fact, to be fair, you've, you've mentioned you've got the, the, the cup tomorrow. We don't usually go into it. We've got Sheffield Wednesday at home. It's not FA Cup. It's not the, the the League Cup. It's the Pizza Cup. A lot of people don't really care about it. I don't care for it at the group stages.
1: No, i I'm it's not silly.
0: If we get through the group stages, then for me, I, I think it's quite then can be quite an interesting and it's a good yeah. good little cup to be involved in. But so yeah, we're not going to dwell too much on that. But this Saturday, this is the only game of the season I'm actually missing league-wise. Uh Bradford Walsall.
1: How come you uh, missing it um, So
0: right. Okay. So this is where gets do you know what my missus listens to this as well. So I hope she does listen to this and I hope she gets embarrassed. So she does this thing. She's done it since she was a kid. It's a fa- it's not a family thing, but where from where we're from there's a lot of like little villages and it's all very inbred and there's a lot of old traditions have you ever seen league of gentlemen yeah 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 it's all very <laughs> much league of gentlemen and they still stand with these old traditions and one of the things that she does is it's called rush bearing and every year it's on the first saturday and sunday of september they all go to this village they carry this big fucking cart around with someone sat on top of it and they go Basically, in the olden days, they used to go from church to church to church, delivering the rushes to put on the floor to keep the place warm. It's now just turned into a two-day pub crawl. <laughs> but they all still dress up oh. as they did back then. Are you so, dressing up? I'm a bollocks. I mean, I'm not even walking <laughs> with a car. Um, so they, they go they go from church to pub to church to pub to church to pub. I miss every church. <laughs> just, yeah, <but> <laughs> meet them just meet them at the pub. They, Two years, I went two years ago. The first one that I did, I got that wrecked. I gave an old lady seventy pound to hold because I was trying to jump in a canal. I got <laughs> stopped from jumping in the canal, turned around, and the old lady had just fucked off with my seventy quid because she'd come out of B and M. She'd oh yeah, it was B and M. She'd come out of B and M. She wasn't part of it. She was going home, and I was like, oh, just all this, and gave her it, and went to jump in. People were stopping me. I was like, no, no. And then I turned around, and she had gone. She must have been like, oh, Cambodian seventy quid, I mean, seventy quid, on. just all,
1: just gone. Um,
0: Honestly, you know, just get absolutely. It, to be fair,
1: I, I feel your pain. I'm not missing an away game this season, apart from see my wife. Don't listen to this, so I'm safe. So my wife booked a two week holiday. To be fair, in the middle of the football season, brilliant, great, can't wait. Me and the son are obviously gutted. Um, I I am currently looking at flights on the Saturday from Ibiza to London to go to Crawley away. Now, I haven't mentioned this to her yet because she's going to go batshit when she finds out. But I'm just going to spring it on her. I'll tell her, like, I'm going to Barcelona. The, the plan is I've dropped seeds and said, oh, yeah, 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 me and my lad are going to go to Barcelona for that day, watch Barcelona and then come back. Realistically, I'm going to get a flight into Stansted or Gatwick and go and watch Stags at Crawley, hopefully. If I'm not divorced, then it's some kind of miracle by that.
0: Please vlog the entire day. So, Please vlog. I want to see screenshots of messages when she realises where you are, um, or when you're just about to take off and she texts you and goes, that's a out playing today.
1: Because <laughs> yeah, she's looked online. Well, nah, I'm, see, I'm kind of hoping, like, wag me, take pity on me and just, like, give me the IP experience over there or something. But, yeah, I'm, currently, can can I'm sort currently... that. We'll sort that. I'm, I'm currently it? looking at cheap flights to get over there for it, but like we have this ongoing joke. So basically last year it was my wedding anniversary and it fell the weekend that football fell on. So I said, oh, I'll tell you what then, let's go to Cardiff for his anniversary, knowing full well that weekend Mansfield played Newport. Well, it was the big storm, wasn't it? So we didn't get a chance to go, but I said to it next day, don't worry, we're still going to go to Wales. So obviously I booked us travel, so... I, for his wedding anniversary, I took it to Newport, which isn't the nicest of places you could ever go to. <laughs> and then this year, I mean, I'm still not divorced, but realistically, this year, my wedding anniversary falls on a Saturday, and playing? Tranmere at Tranmere.
0: To be fair, no one wants to go to Tranmere.
1: Well, she don't know she's going. I'm just going to put it in her like, anniversary card. Happy anniversary. And then she's going to open it up and find a tramway ticket in there.
0: Happy anniversary. You're going to Birkenhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, put this out there. Preston. Preston Johnson, you've heard it. He's travelling from Ibiza to come and watch his team play at Crawley. Let's get something sorted for him. Preston will I, I Preston will sort you something and then it'll be worthwhile. She'll be annoyed she didn't come with you. Let's make yeah. it let's make it that. Let's make it not not so that you have something to go. Well, no, I had to go because I got this. Make it yeah. so that she goes. Why didn't I get an invite?
1: That's what Yeah, you that want. that'd be the best thing. I mean, she can be sat on a beach, nice and relaxing. Me and my lad can be watching stags. Exactly. so everybody wins.
0: Exactly.
1: And she thinks I'm oh, at new camp.
0: That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, they do say that Crawley is the
1: new Barcelona. Well, he, he, well, not unless they get rid of this manager, it will not be.
0: I've just appealed to the owner of the club, and he just said this. Jesus,
1: we're just, just trying to help him. I'm trying to help his decision making process. Yeah,
0: no. Um, Carlisle Rochdale. Like, that last season for me would have been a non game, but Carlisle, like, they've surely got to win. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. we'll all be we'll all sit here gobsmacked on Sunday if they pick up some of that. But
0: I, I can't he's that... got to sack the manager.
1: Yeah,
0: if they lose. yeah. Um, Hartlepool, Colchester, well, Colchester, Hartlepool at Colchester. That for me has got to be the game that Hartlepool will try and get the three points out. They've got to.
1: I win. think they're going to win. You know, aren't they? I think Hartlepool are going to win on Saturday. I've just got this feeling. Genuinely. I really do. I mean, Colchester's got their own problems with their owner as well, haven't
0: they? Yeah, but it's that thing of who were the bigger problems at, Brav- uh, Hartlepool or yeah. okay, Colchester. Um, and it's at Colchester, so it's probably a little bit more difficult.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: crew are playing Stevenage. Uh, crew were really, really hard to break down from what I could see on Saturday. I, I But Stevenage couldn't Stevenage go until the very, very, very end. We nearly took it at the very, very end. Stevenage have got a habit of taking it till the very end. So, I feel like they'll nick it, maybe at the very end. But
1: I don't, I don't know. I think it might. I think all these late goals and all this drama with them, I think it's just starting to catch up with them a little bit. And I think, obviously, Danny Rose had a knock, played, got another knock, and now he's mm. going to be out for a bit. I think he's just a bit light up front. I think that's, obviously, yeah. one of Steve Evans' concerns, but... Yeah, they need to make some moves
0: this week because they're still quite a, a light squad. Um, next game, big game, Doncaster Mansfield. I honestly, I hope to Christ you win, but I'm not going to put any prediction out there for it because it's it, it, yeah, they're not an easy team to play. Not for good reasons either. You don't come away. You, you, regardless, no. if you lose, you walk away going they deserve that, and that's yeah. the most infuriating thing about yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, um, Gillingham think, Swindon as well next. Go on, sorry, what were you going to
1: say? I think I think the thing is, I, I will take a point now. If somebody offers me a point now, I'll take it, just so we've got some, uh away from home to build on. But yeah. we're seeing. I, I mean, I mean points, move, moving it? on, Gillingham Swindon, that, that'd be an interesting game. I mean, it's Sod's Law, into it? We spoke about tonight, all the fighting. Gillingham, Gillingham not scored seven and a half hours. You can see Gillingham going there and scoring two and winning.
0: But you can see as well, if Swindon go there and win 1-0, you'll see those Swindon fans going, oh, this is it. We're on a run now. We're going to absolutely yeah. smash. It's like, no. The same as what they did after Rochdale. They smashed Rochdale. Oh, we look at it. We've clicked. It's like, no, you played Rochdale. Yeah, like You've not clicked. You're, you're playing a team that hasn't scored in seven and a half hours this weekend. Yeah. If you get a goal, you are probably going to win. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Leighton Orient are playing Tranmere. It Could That could go anywhere because Tramir couldn't on their day, beat anyone in this league, but they yeah. can also just roll over. Newport, Grimsby. I genuinely can't think of a time in the season where I've ever looked at a set of fixtures and gone, this is dull. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this
1: it's a really right. dull setting. I don't think there's going to be a lot of draws this weekend. I mean, the the big thing is, we, we know Bogle's not going to carry on scoring forever. He does this for a little bit and then just drifts yeah. away. And, and yeah. we all know it's going to happen. Starts off really well at start of season. Normally, when windows open, he picks up a little bit, and then yeah. there be a lull for a bit. So I don't know. In Grimsby, yeah, I just see that being a draw. In Newport, yeah. really, are missing Flynn. I, I genuinely think Flynn was yeah. their identity. It was their ethos of football. I yeah. think without him, they're a little bit lost.
0: No, no, I, I agree definitely. I think that they're nowhere near the side that they were when they when they had Um Northampton, Barrow
1: that's got to be a draw. That's got draw written all over it. Hasn't yeah. It? Yeah. I mean we all laugh and joke about Barra but if Barra pick up a result that you've got you've got to start really silly looking at them and thinking yeah. you know
0: all depends on what happens with the, with their players. We we have yeah. the we got the little bit of a, a notification about players wanting to leave um about offers coming in all depends on that really, um, if they manage to keep those players. And if they don't, if they manage to replace. Um, Salford-Crawley. That, to me, is a a, a big game because yeah. we're talking about Salford City versus Crawley, who are potentially becoming the new Salford City.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I think, Salford, I think it's gonna win. Salford win. I think yeah. it's... And probably... Maybe by two or more. I just so, so for are quick. It Salford so are really quick. It and Asante's um, uh, uh, quite. I'm sure I've got that right. He is a fast yeah. player. He tore okay. us apart at both games when we played him.
0: He's linked season. with a move away
1: though. So he
0: is linked with a move to I believe Barnsley. Um. So he might not be there. Thomas Asante might not be yeah. there on on, on Saturday. That, that'd
1: be an interesting one because all ten Salford fans would be absolutely devastated. Yeah, I know,
0: I know. Can you imagine it? He, uh he's a good player though. Yeah. Stockport County AFC Wimbledon, another dull game. Sorry, Stockport, but yeah. you know you've not set the world alight so far this season. It's just a
1: boring game. See, I'm really interested in Wimbledon. They're one of them teams that are just. Phil should be doing better than what they are. But a lot of Charlton fans have said, when I asked the question about like their manager, Johnny, a lot of Charlton fans came on and said, he's got no plan B. When it starts getting tough, he doesn't know what to do. And that was quite evidential at Mansfield. 2-0 up, you know, made it 2-1. They, they, they got the sending off. And, and when we pulled it back to 2-2, even though they had a man down, it was very much like, we don't really know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. I just feel that's going to end up costing them. But
0: a lot of managers at this league, at this level, don't seem to have plan B's, and that it comes unstuck. You get an injury, and that's it. Your plan A is just done, and you're basically winging it for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, the final game is Sutton versus Harrogate Town. I couldn't have picked yeah. a better weekend to miss games. I don't think to be.
1: Fair. I know, I know. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I think I think you're right on that one. I mean, that's 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 going to be another dull, drab game. It'd be Sutton's long ball versus, like, right? Harrogate's, like
0: Harrogate's rolling Harrogate. over. I've yeah, yeah. got to win that.
1: I mean, there's an interesting thing on Twitter, though, about Harrogate. So, so, some Harrogate fan has actually tweeted saying, your cost of football is too much. So, I had a quick look on the website, and I think it's £20 a ticket.
0: What, well, Harrogate's trip. cost of football?
1: Har- Harrogate's cost of football. They're saying it's too much for the average fan. Mm. So, it's £20 a ticket. However, they were saying, at the Swindon game last week, Compared to last season, there were 985 fans less. And then when they played last weekend, there were 913 at the fixture, home fans less than last season. You've got nearly 1,000 fans. Where have they gone? Where do do people go? I get that some drop off, but... to have, I think Harrogate
0: have got two teams as well. (laughs) They've probably got to watch Harrogate Railway. Yeah.
1: But um just, yeah. Interesting. I mean, well
0: we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens.
1: It's,
0: yeah. We're gonna do an episode on, on the cost of football. We're gonna to have to because we keep going on about it. But
1: yeah,
0: I am gonna we've we've reached an hour. It's beautiful. So I'm gonna to start to wrap up because we can't we're trying to keep these below an hour because the spaces are now going on for two. Yeah. Um that I've really enjoyed tonight. Thank you very much for yeah, coming on. I have really enjoyed it as
1: well. Thank you for on, having yeah. me. Cheers, Grant.
0: Yeah, cheers, Grant. Have another baby. <laughs> yeah, that's it. To, to be fair, to be fair, my missus is due in January, so we will need a co-host in January. Well, that's it. I'm happy to stand in again. She, she, she thinks we'll happy. need a co-host in January, but I, I'm not planning on going nowhere. But I'll, we'll still have you on. Um, yeah. But yeah, guys, I'm not going to do the walkout that Grant normally does because I can't do it right. What I am going to do is I'm going to say keep following us on Twitter, keep joining the league to 606 or six. It's getting bigger. We're getting a lot of people watching and a lot of people contributing now. It's a good laugh.
1: We do have a lot of fun. It's it's Uh, genuinely, um, I'm going to give it a plug in myself, it is genuinely a good laugh and obviously if Swindon lose this weekend, Tune in Sunday because it's going to be chaos. It's going to be madness and it's just fantastic. I know we all live in this bubble where we all care about our own clubs, but it genuinely is fantastic to see and hear about all these other different clubs in our league experiencing similar problems to what we've got.
0: Definitely. Um, Guys, we have been the lower league look. The lower league look. The music faded in. I don't know. I I was singing Cornell.